Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 16th of April. My name is Zara Seidler and helping me make sense of today's news is Sam Kozlowski. Making news today, unemployment in Australia. Australia exits Afghanistan. Some good news about Singaporean solar power. And three stories to make your Friday a little bit brighter. Here's today's Daily Digest. The Australian unemployment rate dropped by 0.2% in March from 5.8% to 5.6%. Since January, an additional 70,700 Australians have found work. According to Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, more than 2,000 jobs are being created every single day since February this year. The latest unemployment figures do not, however, take into consideration the JobKeeper payment ending, which finished up on the last day of March. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has announced all Australian troops in Afghanistan will be withdrawn this year. The final 80 Australian military personnel will leave the country in September, along with US troops. Announcing the withdrawal, the Prime Minister read out the 41 names of the ADF personnel who have died in Afghanistan since 2001. He said, this day we dedicate to their memories, we think of their families, their friends, the life they would have lived. The former police officer accused of shooting and killing Dante Wright has been arrested and charged with second-degree manslaughter. The charge carries a sentence of 10 years in prison and $20,000 fine. Since Wright's death, there have been daily protests, with protesters clashing with police. The former officer, Kim Potter, is due to make her first court appearance today. And here is today's good news. Singapore now hosts one of the world's largest floating solar farms that hopes to offset 4,000 tonnes of carbon dioxide per year. This is roughly equivalent to greenhouse gas emissions from more than 900 passenger vehicles every 12 months. The solar farm includes 13,312 panels, 40 inverters and more than 30,000 floats, spread over an area about the size of seven football fields. It's been a bit of a stale week in the news. There's not a whole lot of hopeful news that we've at least spoken about on this podcast because of vaccine delays, deaths in custody, the Black Lives Matter movement in America. It's hard sometimes to take stock of what is good in the news. So my ever-optimistic friend Sam is going to take us through today what some of the silver linings from this week have been. I've got three pretty powerful stories for you this week that gets us through Friday some silver linings in some pretty hard-hitting topics. Let's start in France. They're about to become the first nation in the world to give people money for old cars to put towards new electric bicycles. Now, i got to be honest, this law hasn't actually passed the highest level of French parliament yet, but it's looking very promising. It has bipartisan support. Similar cash-for-clunkers schemes have been operating in certain areas of Europe, such as particular provinces in Finland and Lithuania, and they've seen massive success, but this French program could be the first nationwide. Carrying on the climate theme, we're now going to fly over to New Zealand, where there's a new law that forces banks to reveal their impact their investments have on climate change. This is big news for the financial sector. It basically compels financial institutions to consider their real-world impact their investments have on climate, and actually it goes a step further. It makes them write them down and report it. New Zealand are making leaps and bounds in this space. They've committed to becoming fully carbon neutral by 2050 and generating all energy from renewable sources by 2035. This new reporting law is going to involve banks, insurance companies, and investment firms. And finally, over to New York. 
In the space of two days, Maddie Park, a young Korean woman from New York, crowdfunded over $100,000 US dollars to help give free taxi rides to vulnerable members of the Asian American community who may be wary of walking alone. We did a few posts this week about the rising number of hate crimes against Asian Americans, ultimately stemming from a perception that China caused COVID-19. Maddie started an Instagram page to raise the funds after she took a 30-minute train ride through Manhattan and reflected that she was feeling fearful the entire time. The account features a Google form that Asian New Yorkers can fill out to request transportation help. Money's then sent through Venmo, which is similar to Beemit here in Australia, and there's a particular focus on Asian women, members of the LGBTQ community, and the Asian elderly. What do these three stories tell us? It tells us that there's a heap of hope in the world. It shows us that from every corner of the world, we, we just traversed three continents. There are governments and there are people who are trying to help one another and our planet. And that's a really nice sentiment to end the week on. A key pillar of our mission at The Daily Oz is to make you have hope in the news and hopefully you feel a little brighter about the state of our future after hearing some of those silver linings. That's all we have time for today. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. If you want to follow the news over the weekend, follow us on Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 100,000 Australians get their news and their hope. And we can't wait to have you as part of our community. <laughs>